You have been rocking it with the Hawaiian uh, t-shirts lately. This is Mrs. Me. I have I I lost a little weight, so I am now able to wear these. Okay, as before, you couldn't be able to wear them. I thought I think Hawaiian shirts are like the best type of shirts to hide your body. Uh, yeah, but the, these were a little small. A little small. I bought them when I was skinny, and then I gained weight. Are we, are we on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh this doing... is it. Okay. <laughs> it's just a little warm-up chat. Yeah, we always like to get, get the conversation started, keep things flowing. We'll do an intro. Did you dose? Did you all take uh, mushrooms before? Did you microdose? No. No? Okay. But I did take... Can I say it? Uh, sure. You got a prescription, right? I woke up at like 4 in the morning, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was trying everything just to get off my phone and try to rest my mind. And I couldn't do it. So I took a third of his annex. Yeah. And it, I, it messed me up. And I still feel like it's lingering in my body. What does annex do? <sighs> what does it do? What's it, it supposed like, to do? It, uh, in a good, it, well, it like suppresses your anxiety, calms your mind down and everything, and then gets you to a pretty sleepy state. What? You should be taking, though, a, like, I should have taken a sleeping pill, but I don't have a sleeping pill. Why does everybody have anxiety? What is that? <sighs> You know, I met somebody in Germany. I met this girl in Germany. No, I met this girl in Paris. She was German. And I go, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. I go, I, uh, I, uh, God, I said, sorry I'm late. I've got my anxiety. And she goes, what is this? Anxiety. And I go, well, uh, you know, anxiety. Like, I have anxiety. She's like, we do not have this in Germany. <laughs> what is up with the Germans? They don't have sarcasm? They don't have anxiety? Like, yeah. I, I was like, what do you mean you don't have it? You're like, uh, like. It's like, you know, I'm nervous. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling angsty. And she's like, no, no, we don't have it. <laughs> and I go, well, we must have it. You must. That's not, not possible. And she just goes like, well, if we have it, uh, we do not say that we have it. Wow. So How do you, wait, but you struggle with it. You said that you were anxious. How do you deal with anxiety when you um, are feeling it? I mean, I stopped doing cocaine. You know, that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I work out and then I'm fine. That's that's the key. I haven't been working out in like the past two or three weeks because like my psoriasis. Talking about it again. Here it is. Psoriasis update. It's been clearing up. I'm working out. Is It's not bad for it, but it agitates it and it brings it all back. And I, mean, I feel I, like I'm in the final states where it looks so clear. I don't want to do anything. You see, the end is in sight, and you don't want to flare it up again. I mean, I'd have psoriasis, too, if I did three podcasts with Mike a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, he only does two. The only only have, two. You look, have you looked into that? Maybe that's the, the reason you have the Maybe psoriasis. that's it. But honestly, Mike doesn't drive me um, crazy. I help, I help relieve his anxiety. No, I'm, Mike's I'm likes the, the best. Yeah, you know, Mike. Mike, Mike took me out of a really dark depression last year. How did he do that? Um, I called him, and I was just like, I was just ready to just, uh, I couldn't function. And Mike came over physically in my presence and sat with me for like two hours and talked to me. Now, what's your method, Mike, when someone is anxious? How do you kind of like talk them out of it, hear them out? I think a lot of anxiety is just unex. And I, I talk to a lot of people about this. So my, and I'm by no means a trained psychologist. This is all just the Mike Sheffer routine. But I think a lot of anxiety comes from people having like loops in their brain where they keep thinking the same thing over and over. And it just keeps going mm. in their brain. And the more that it doesn't get talked out, the deeper the grooves in your brain are, and so it feels more and more real. Then if you just talk to someone about it that's actually listening, and I tell you back what your anxiety is, the solution is actually just hearing your anxiety from somebody else. You realize that all the problems that you have are actually... You have, you have all the solutions within you also. Mm -hmm. Mike, you can trust him with whatever you need to get off your chest. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've told him stuff. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been that, paying the bills for years. TMZ, all those message boards. Are, <laughs> oh, um, shit. No, You're no. the leak. Um, no, absolutely not. I would never. Um, but yeah, like when you when you call me that one day, like, it, like I, you, you know, you could tell if someone is not even on FaceTime. Like I could tell that Jason was like this on the couch, like literally <laughs> like horizontal on the couch and he's on FaceTime. It's because like, you did the, the voice is like, Mine. yeah. And you're, I can't even move. You just, you just said, you just said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I was like, oh my God, like do what? And you're just like everything i just can't do it anymore i can't do it i can't do youtube i can't do anything but yeah just like putting yourself out there it's like and it's tough yeah. i would quit if i could are you your toughest critic do you think what you're doing isn't good enough or you just yeah. hate that it's always there and you feel this constant responsibility to keep pumping out content um both i, I feel like it's not good enough and, and i do feel the need to pump it out because that's how i make money and support my kids and stuff and i just like i would quit if i could yeah yeah i would just like i would love to just go do something else but well, I, I still like it but it's gotten to be so but i think the problem at that time was that you hadn't given yourself like the recognition that you just needed a break of some kind right like, and you just you were a lot of and this happens to a lot of creators that i talk to like tiktok kids whoever it is like when you're in this creator headspace, you just you start and then you literally never stop for yeah. years, yeah, and you yeah, don't even yeah. give yourself like a week to just chill out. And then instead <laughs> of like not posting and like because you just you're gonna burn out, so you don't post, and then you just feel bad about the fact that you didn't post. Yeah, and you're using energy of like, oh, I feel bad. I should be posting. I should be posting. And it's like, don't use the energy to feel bad for yourself. Just use the energy to physically rest. And then you can come back and post content when you're rested. Yeah. But yeah. when you were doing stand-up, did you have bad stand-up anxiety? Oh. Like after like thinking about a set, being like, oh, I bombed. Oh, I should have said oh. that. I wish I could have done that differently. The worst. What I go through when I have a stand-up set, if I have like a stand-up set in New Jersey at like 7.30, and that, that morning I'll wake up, and let's say I wake up at 10, for those nine hours is absolute hell. Really? Yeah. Still? Absolute hell. You're just walking around going, Oh my God, I can't believe I have to get up there. This is going to, I'm going to suck. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to remember it. And then, you know, it goes fine, but I put myself through it every time. And that, and that's, and then the other, the other hard thing about stand up too is like, even if it goes well, you get off stage at like 1130, you're up for, I'm up for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Cause your you're adrenaline just so fucking is wired. wired. You're just like, you can't fall asleep. You're just like, it's, it's a really tough lifestyle. And that's why when I see that the guys that do it, I'm like. I don't know. I think they pushed through the ones that, you know, the stand-ups that we look up to, like Bill Burr and mm-hmm. Tom Segura and all them. And I think they, they've just pushed through to this point of mastery. And I don't think I ever pushed through. Oh, yeah. you know? Well, you're getting there. And you're working on a lot of really exciting things, Jason. And we're going to get into it. But howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm so happy that you're here with us today. I'm your host, Matt King. What's the What's the main, uh, what's the ideal listener here of Hoot and a Half? What are they like? Good people. Upper West Side. <laughs> I think it's a lot City. Of, I think, it's, I think we, we've seen comments like, where are you from? So we have a lot of people in the U.S., but also a lot of international people. Yes. And I think just based on like looking at some of our stats and demographics, it really ranges from like high school and college kids to like, 40 50 year old adults that like have been fans of everyone for a while and some people that just like matt king some people that like our guests like people that just you know they see a guest of ours that they 
maybe haven't heard of Hoot and a Half before. So it really ranges. I we, bet you have a big amount of smart kids from Texas. I hope so. I'd like to think so. Everybody who has come up to me and said that they are a fan of Hoot and a Half yeah. sometimes are a little bit more different than unfiltered fans. But they're like, yeah, I would say they're more like college educated. Yeah, a little more mature, maybe a little more. Yeah, I, I've seen, I, I could see that too. Because I feel like I'm in a whole different element um, here than I am on Unfiltered. Because Unfiltered, I think we're doing everything like for the bet. Like it's a lot yeah. more heavy comedy based, which I love playing in that realm but here i just want to have a conversation and i'm yeah. not trying to be funny yeah. and sometimes i'm conflicted if people don't like myself on here as much as they do on unfiltered or like, good who cares yeah who really cares i mean who cares they they have that yeah. they can go watch unfiltered they get the best of both but if worlds. they want to see the real matt they can that's what i'm trying to do with my podcast too i'm trying to figure that out too yeah you're going through the same thing a whole – I wouldn't even say it's just a podcast. It's a whole new, like, platform that you're making right yes, now, right? We, it's called Nash Nation. Yep. It's the NashNation.com. It is a, uh exclusive content site, and uh, we just launched it, and it's doing really good. And we have podcasts. We have exclusive videos. Early yeah. vlogs, longer you get ex- vlogs. You get exclusive vlogs. You get uh, longer uh, vlogs. You get uh, early access to the podcast, All Good Things. You get – uh, I do like uh, a thing called Nash Notes, which is what I uh, I look at old videos and I like, talk about comedy and stuff or like, how we did stuff for David's vlog. It's like a master class. Yeah, like a little master class. Director's cut. Over COVID, I bought the master class full pass. Oh, me too. Mike got that for me for my birthday or was it for Christmas? Uh, one of the holidays, I think it was. I lost my login, but... I did watch, like, you know, I learned how to cook. I learned how to... Did you print out the worksheets? Because there's one moment in the master class you're really excited, and then you realize, oh, this is actually a class. Yeah. And I have to be um, filling out notes and stuff. Oh, I didn't know there were worksheets. Oh, yeah. Did you do I'm, your homework? I like this Steve Martin um, one on comedy. That I enjoyed so good. that one. I was one. just going to say that. That one was my it's favorite. Unreal. And then the Kelly Worsler one, who's my favorite interior designer, that one was pretty pretty good. But then at one point you go, I am not worth millions and millions of dollars to buy like a $3,000 dining table. So there's a degree where um, I can't really apply all of her eye to my own interiors. The David Sedaris one is really good. David Sedaris has one? Yeah. I like yeah. the FBI interrogator one. Yeah, how, how to negotiate. That was a really good one. Ooh, His, he wrote a book called Never Split the Difference, and like it starts with like you hear the actual FBI negotiation that this guy did in like '94 with a hostage in a bank, and like that's how the the episode starts, and it's just like okay, this guy's the real deal. Yeah, and he. Do, but the thing is, I feel bad because there are these sessions though, like with the Steve Martin, where they sit down with aspiring comedians mm. and as, and then aspiring actors. Yeah, and they're having to get up and try out their jokes for this legend and them having to be like not quite <laughs> like that would give me some anxiety knowing that there is a clip out there of, of you either... bombing in front of steve martin yes he, he, no he was very kind he, he was I think he, he was. was really kind really to the constructive people. Like, and helpful yeah that's always something when you see somebody on, on that level actually teach you're like wow so we put out already like the trailer and everything for nash nation is nash nation already live is it yeah, out there it's live you can go sign up it's five dollars this month and the yeah, first I'm, podcast is already up on there right yeah there's uh the first three are up there oh wow i made your first three guests uh dave portnoy nikki glazer and then uh sam morrill and mark norman who are these two comedians do you know those guys? They're fucking top of their game comics. Like you would know them if you saw their face. Are they? Uh, they're a duo. They're a, well. They have a podcast together, so we did 
them together, but they're they're separate stand-ups, and they're both crushing it. Sam Merrill was on Letterman's um, Netflix show. Mark Norman's on every podcast, like just so funny. I probably recognize their faces. They do stand up on like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and like those guys. Yeah, tons okay. of TV spots. They were great. But if it, it, it looks, I love. Uh, so from what I've seen from the episodes, you are kind of going to them, right? Yeah, they're not really coming to you. No, no, we traveled all. We went to St. Louis to see Nikki Glaser. We went to. We shot at Portnoy's house in Montauk. You went to Portnoy's house in Montauk, Unreal. Jason. How was that? Unreal. It's so um, fun. Because you know me, I, I I love the beach. I love especially the East Coast beach. It was like Is that that's where he's probably already um like doing the podcast at what's his one? BF it's not BF. Yeah, I, he showed me where he does it. He does it in his office and Okay. How what was his house like? What was the vibe? Was it like ultra modern or like something that uh, Martha Stewart? Classic, live in? classic Montauk family home. Okay. Beautiful pool, all new though, but still with that old style, beautiful view. Um, Did he greet you at the door? Or there was like a yeah. assistant or a butler. No, or... no, no. It's just him and his girlfriend. Oh, he, cool. And he was so nice because that morning, Ferris and I went to look at. Um, we went to Gurney's, which is this really nice hotel in Montauk, and they were like, "You can shoot here if you want." And we're like, "Okay." And then uh, Dave just kept insisting. He's like, "Just come here." And I didn't. I didn't want to, but because I didn't want to like intrude. But yeah. And it was awesome. How long have you known Dave Portnoy? I, you met, I met him that day. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you guys like went back to like your Boston days or anything I, I like wish, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, it was a good episode. He uh, did he offer you like uh, a drink or anything when he got uh, when he got there? He's he's a very interesting personality. Sometimes like I love him, and then sometimes I'm like I can't. I don't know if I would actually vibe with him, or I don't. You'd vibe with him. Okay. He's he's, he's like he's such a like a regular guy. He's just like into sports and okay. And he likes to just hang out and. Did you hang out after the podcast, or he kick you out right when it was done? Uh, no, I left. I have a rule: just like when things are good, leave. Okay. You know? Yeah, you want to go out on top. You don't want to. You don't want to wear. You welcome. Were you satisfied with all the questions you asked him, or was there one that was on your mind? You oh, God, I should have. I should have uh, pried into that. No, no, we got into everything, okay. and he's an open book, so he the, he's a really good guest because he. You can ask him anything, and he, anything, yeah. And he's he'll and, and I even said I was like, "You want me to cut anything out?" He's like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> good to go. So yeah. if you sign up for Nash Nation, you yeah. get access to that. But yeah. will you be posting these podcasts on YouTube as well? Yeah, they're going to come out on YouTube soon. We're finishing a deal with a podcast company. And Very then, cool. And then it, and and if there's any hoot and a half listeners that are students that cannot afford. Uh, DM me. I made the same offer to Joe Tatohead Nation on his mukbang the other day. DM me, and I will send out. Uh, just say you came from Hoot and a Half. And DM you on Instagram. On Instagram, and I'll okay. send you a free pass oh, for three right. months. Nice. For three months. There we go. Do you have, they have to show their student ID. Where's the They got to fill out a FAFSA uh, yeah. form. No, just say, just say Matt Psoriasis. Okay, we there we go. Code you, Code Psoriasis, <laughs> and you're good. Hope you're enjoying this episode with Jason Nash. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Stamps.com. That's right, Stamps.com. Guys, you know, in life, it's important to save. We don't like wasting time. We don't like wasting money. And especially if you are running a small business, you cannot afford to waste a single moment. So why are you still taking all of this time out of your day to go to the post office when you could just be using Stamps.com? 
Stamps.com instead. Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost-effective. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. And Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you can get discounts you cannot find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. Streamline your shipping process with Stamps.com's easy-to-use software. All you need is a regular computer with a printer, no special supplies or equipment. And you are up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And plus, Stamps.com works seamlessly with Shopify, Etsy, eBay, and more. So whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending out your products, or a warehouse shipping out tons of orders, Stamps.com is your mailing and shipping solution. So sign up with our promo code HOOT, H-O-O-T, and you will get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code HOOT, H-O-O-T, at stamps.com. And now, back to the episode. Um, now, it seems like these people, though, that you're interviewing are, I don't want to say, like, in your own age group, but I think are, like, yeah. real true professionals in the showbiz industry. Is that something you want to, like, aim for uh, people that you're going to be interviewing on Nash Nation? Yeah, or? I mean, I started not in the internet. I started, like, you know, in, in traditional and, like, doing stand-up and stuff like that. And then I met you guys. And I spent the last five years uh, doing the internet because I love it because I, I really, really loved it. And um, and now I want to backtrack a little bit. I mean, those worlds are all coming together now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think so. You know, and, and I know I know a lot of people from the traditional world that contact me and they're like, how do I upload? <laughs> you know, right. and I'll be like, uh, <laughs> Google it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, I'll be like Idris Elba. It's really simple. It's really simple. <laughs> um, it, no, but but so I, I just feel like those worlds are really coming together, and it's it, and that's what I want the podcast to be. I want it to be you guys, my friends, but also um, people that are doing cool things, right? You know, um, is there anybody who um, is in your horizon that you would love to interview? I'm supposed to go see uh, see Howie Mandel soon. I'm supposed to do that. Yeah, can you have you heard the whole thing about Howie Mandel and what he uploaded on TikTok? Yeah, apparently he uploaded uh, like a very graphic TikTok of a butthole falling like a out, prolapse. <laughs> Anus. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. That's a little explicit trigger warning. And well, like a medical procedure or something. I think so. Or? I didn't see it. I don't Did it know. get taken no, down? It was like or? some. Did I you see it? Mass. What's the word? Like masochistic. Uh, yes, I saw it. I saw the. And it was still up, and it was crazy that TikTok hadn't taken it down. And then um, they took it down, but he hasn't acknowledged it and hasn't apologized about it. Do you think do, it was actually? Do you him need an it? apology from Howie yeah. Mandel? Um, no. I mean, I, what, what, what is this? But, but do we need to? Do we need to apologize to the prolapsed anus community? It's it's an image that will scar you for life. Like it's you know how there's like NSF, oh come on, let's not let's not. You know how there's NSFW, which is like not safe for work. Yeah. Then there's NSFL, which not is like for life. not safe for life because <laughs> once you see it, you won't be able to unsee it. It's like one of those and early you never 90s had a hemorrhoid, internet. Matt? What? You ever had a hemorrhoid? Um, kinda. You yeah. never been on the floor in your bathroom with your legs up and a nerve by your fucking butthole? I've had to apply some 
creams at one at one time, but I don't think <laughs> guys, what are we talking about? But the well, it up. getting back to the point. Hey, I don't you, want to ruin it, my interview with Howie Mandel that's coming up. So I'm Team Howie all but, the way. But Jason, Howie, no. you keep you post whatever the hell you want. No, and let me tell you something. You know, we're all lucky. We all have each other to be like, hey, is this okay to post? And I think a lot of people don't. He has a whole team, are a whole sure warehouse. He, are we even of sure team? that it was him? Did he not get? Maybe he got hacked. And no, someone else yeah, maybe him. Get he, no, he didn't. Because all of this, same, he's still making these same types of jokes. I'm going to get he, him. I'm going to get him on my podcast, and, and he, I'm going to have him apologize to you. I'm not asking. <laughs> can you apologize to Matt King, Jason? If you look at all of his videos that he's been uploading since, the top comment is saying. <laughs> Howie, we haven't forgotten. Why did you upload that? It's not apologize. But why do we we live in that? Why do we live in whatever the top comment says? Like, the top comment says what the top comment says, so that person can be top top comment. It's no different than I post a, a video and I try to make it as good as I can so I can get as many comments on it. It's the same thing for commenters. Commenters leave comments so they can be top comments so they can get recognition and it's uh it's completely fair game but i i i don't i don't love giving value to that i um, want to stop thinking about it jason because every time <laughs> i, I see his really tiktoks I, I think about it oh once or twice is he in the uh, video too yes it's him with the green screen in an image of, of that very graphic, scarring image. And, and what's the joke? And he's like, oh, hey, guys, my, my buddy, he uh, he sat on something weird today. Not really sure uh, if anyone knows how to help him out. Something along those lines. So he showed like a really graphic medical procedure, made a joke about it's it. It's not a medical procedure. It was like... A really like a sick problem, a kinky like part of like the internet. You know those like it's eh, a misfire. I mean, yeah, he I just, it was also like the guy's that like fifty seven years old. And yeah, you know, he's traveled the world. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of things on his mind. <laughs> he but also I, post, just, he also posts a lot. Like, I, I, I admire Howie because he's always like. You've I, met him before, right? A bunch of times. Yeah, I've met him a bunch of times. He's yeah. met my mom. He's he's super sweet and. Really funny. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. I just want to know why. What's the story behind it? And you are going to sit down and right, talk me... to him. I think you should ask the question because okay, the people there. are curious. I'll get in there and, and I'll, I'll get the scoop for you. Okay. It'll be good clickbait. I think so. <laughs> Howie Mandel apologizes to Matt King for prolapsing in his TikTok. That's the title. Not asking for an apology. I just want to know the scoop. I want to know the story behind it. Um, but anyways, Jason, did you have a good weekend? Did you enjoy uh, David's birthday party? Yeah, I had a really good time. That was a blast. I'll tell you what helped is I, I had uh, Jess get me a, an outfit. Because usually I don't feel good at those parties because I don't have a good outfit. But I had a good one this time. So I had a good time. Yeah, you yeah your outfit was on point. Um, yeah, yeah, it was 70s theme. They had an ABBA cover band. Um, and a lot of people turned up for it. Yeah, yeah. Those parties are uh, overwhelming. Yeah, they can be. Because this there's one's so little... many people that I love there. And yeah. talk to, I could go talk to Jonah. I could talk to you. I could talk to you. Or Ilya. You know, like it's just... Do you find them overwhelming? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I, I know because then it's all the small talk of people you haven't seen, and you're just trying to get from one end of the party to where you were originally at, yep. and you got to say hi to everybody. But if you had a birthday party and you got a Steely cover, Dan. Ba- steel, uh, do, are there Steely Dan uh, cover bands? Yeah. Okay. Steely, do you think Steely that your, your crowd of people that you invite to the party would be hyped on no, that? I don't fucking care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I actually. Oh, I don't have a Steely Dan. Final record. I have a. I think it's a Doobie Brothers. Oh, they, really? They go on tour together, right? Aren't Steely Dan and Doobie Brothers like friends? 
No. Oh. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Steely Dan. Steely Dan is a very pretentious band. My bad. I, and they don't. Uh, and they're gonna. They're gonna see this. For forgiveness. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you get David anything for his birthday? I got him um, Marvel. <laughs> I got him Marvel slippers. Sounds like I'm shopping for a five year old. I got him Marvel sandals, and then I got him a a, a photo uh, where he was Captain. He was Iron Man. I'm Captain America. And Natalie's Black Panther. Um, Ilya is, uh, or maybe she was Scarlett Johansson's character. Oh, Black Widow. Sorry. Yeah, I, was like, I was like Natalie from Wakanda. Uh, <laughs> she replaces Chadwick. Yeah, Knowing Natalie, do you think they would. should replace Chadwick Boseman? Well, they ha- they do have a new Black Panther. Oh, I, they I do. Yeah. yeah, they're coming out with a second one, right? Yeah. Okay. They put out a trailer, I think. Right? Yeah. Are they just going to replace him in No Questions Asked, or is it like? My guess is it's going to be one of the women. From the the first movie, because oh. I think Michael B. Jordan died, so it can't be him. Oh right, and um, and, and I, yeah, it's I, just so sad. And I think about just all those people who are involved in that project, and for them to lose like their head actor, I think they they still like deserve to continue to tell what, the story. What's really sad is no one knew. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it's such a good lesson. There was a there's a video of him where someone's like kind of like harassing him or something, and and he was like, you know battling cancer at that moment and stuff yeah and he was like, like really skinny right and they were like yeah, what happened were yes, you not eating yeah, anymore you gotta yeah, go to the gym yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and you never was, know this is yeah. a bit of a dark question though but Please. jason if you did i don't beat like, my kids stop that what <laughs> what <laughs> if you did have an illness a terminal illness oh we just got a sale would you... what was that is this live <laughs> no no <laughs> you just got a sub on that a sale oh sale oh beautiful when someone did... signs up it goes like, ring. that's a nice sound <laughs> and i love it i love it so much let's keep his phone ringing guys um no if you did have a terminal illness jason yeah would you keep it private up until the end or would you let the public know oh no i would never tell the public what you would not be making content you would not be... i'd make the content but i wouldn't be like i'm sick now why i did, i don't I don't ever want to play the victim, you know? I, I never want to, like... I don't want to garner sympathy that way. I don't think it's... You don't want, like, your... Yeah. Your last few years or your last few months is just everybody... Um, like, it doesn't... You don't think you'd be, like, the inspirational, like, person that, like, makes content about the illness and, like, living your best life and all that? I feel like you become a motivational content creator. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't I don't want to... I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Like, Norm MacDonald... Yeah. He had cancer for, like... 10 years or whatever and no one knew even his closest closest friends like maybe his family knew and uh and i feel like that's the way to do it you know like i don't know I but would, wouldn't you be a, would you be i the thing is i'm split i don't think that there is a right or wrong answer to it right it's just it's because i can't imagine having somebody that close in my life if you had yeah cancer and i just and didn't tell anybody you didn't tell me well i tell you guys you, you would tell you us but i wouldn't right. tell the audience oh, right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little different. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like. I, honestly, maybe I wouldn't tell you guys, because what's the point? <laughs> then That's... everyone would be like, "Come on, Jason, let's get a pic." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's it, so like, you can it... so you guys can like get your posts ready for Instagram. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, there's something really kind of dark about. Would I be that. main feed if I died? Um, a hundred percent. Absolutely, I would. Oh, you, you don't die. That's weird. No one ever posts on my birthday. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Do you keep track no of that? Posts, no uh, one posts main feed on birthday, Jay. Not anymore. Not anymore. Ma- stories is bir- birthday is stories. I think it's Death is main nice. feed. 
I think it'd be kind of nice. If you got a birthday post on the main feed, would it be black and white? No, I think it would be like a happy photo. <laughs> Honestly, Matt, you don't have a lot of pictures with me, and I am going to die first. I am a little worried so about you, that. You should probably start. We need to start get pumping a out library. Some, yeah, you have a good. good 40, 50 years at least. It's going to be, we don't even need to start stacking photos. I don't know. You're taking good care of yourself. You're healthy. You're exercising. I have Matt's obituary written already. <gasps> Just in case he hangs out with Cody Co. one night and. <laughs> Things go wrong. Is he always, Cody Ko always gets brought up every time we're hanging out You know together. why we always say Cody Ko? Because Cody Ko's cool. Cause he is, he is yeah, because it's cool. like, I want to go hang out with Cody Ko. Yeah, but I, get, I guess I, <laughs> but get you the get invi- I get the invite. <laughs> My, you know. that's, the, that's like the running joke. Like yeah. Matt's on Cody Ko's yacht. Listen, yeah. And Cody, Cody Ko doesn't does? even have a yacht. No. Hopefully one day. We'll or he's on Post Malone's yacht. Mm-hmm. Are there other cool Instagram or YouTube creators that you want to hang out with that you think are cool that you're not getting the invite to? Yeah, a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like you're missing out. You Noel, he seems really cool. I don't know him so well. I fucked up with them once at a at a at the at an award show. It wasn't that bad of a fuck up, but I think I was like I I didn't remember Kelsey at the time, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Hi, I'm Jason." I I knew who she was, right? But she was like, "We already met before," and I was mm. like, "Oh, that's so fuck. funny because Patricia has a story about Kelsey just like that." Where, yeah, because well, also Patricia and I, uh, it was when we were first started dating. She mm. doesn't follow any of the social media stuff, and it was overwhelming when you're dating someone new and you're having to meet all their friends. Right. And she, when she met Kelsey the second time, she was like, "Hi, I'm Patricia." She goes. We just met. She's like, yes, we met. And Patricia was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, babe, it's okay. And then I was like, no, I watched you guys' videos. Like, I literally watch. I watch it all the time. <laughs> would you correct somebody if they, Never. if you had already met? Never. It happens all the time. But would you, oh, but you don't judge them though. You just like, hey, it just happens. No, you just meet so many people. Like, and I would, I don't think I'm that memorable anyway. You know what I mean? So that's just like. Do you, do you employ the, I think we talked about this, but maybe do you employ the good to see you technique when you meet someone? No, I think that's bullshit. We've talked about this. Okay. I don't well, know if we talked podcast, about it here. I think we talked about it here. Yeah. I think we yeah. did. Good to see. I think we talked about it last time. I love it. Boy, you have an amazing ability to just remember what we talked about. Not stretch your brain out and go anywhere else. I'm just <laughs> guess you know who you, you know who didn't do like a good to see you, but made it seem like I had known them for years. They grabbed my arm and goes, "How have you been, Fran Drescher?" <laughs> what Fran Drescher? I was at the Moulin Rouge premiere. Like, I, like, not, a, like a couple weeks ago? I got invited to the Moulin Rouge uh, musical. It's in town. It's touring. And got invited to the opening night. So, of course, um, you went. Perfect target audience for me to go. I'm a big Moulin Rouge. Well, you don't Rouge. get on unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> and um, got the invite. And then we were at this whole pre-cocktail hour. This woman walks by with a bunch of other older women. And I was like, that woman looks so familiar. I think, the that's, Fran, I think that's Fran Drescher. And yeah. Patricia was like, who's that? I'm like, the nanny. She goes, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Um, but then we go down to the, the red carpet. I'm at the theater. We're checking in. You know, you tell them your name, show them your ID. They verify it. Fran Jesher comes right up to me, grabs my arm, looks me right in the eyes and goes, how have you been? And I was like, and I was like, I've been great. How are you? She's like, I'm doing just fine. And then Patricia looks at me and goes, what the fuck? You know, Fran Jesher? No, never met her. She thought you were their producer's son or something. (laughs) Do you think so? Yeah. Like you look like. That privileged type, you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That also happened to me last night. A, a, this older woman came up to me and goes, what movie were you in? She goes, I've seen you in a movie, and what is it? And I'm like, I'm not. I go, what movie do you think it is? She goes, I can't think of it. I think I saw it recently. And Would you um, ever try to be in movies? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would like to be in a movie if a friend was like making it and 
had me in mind for a character. But I think you'd be so good. Please. I, if, if an audition came my way, I'd do it. But you I'm, don't want to audition. You like doing this. I just don't. It's just the grind of audition. Self-tape. Spending hours for something that you're not going to get. Right. Mm, what's, it, what's it like to go to Europe with Mike? Oh, lovely. It was great. Mike is a good, like... I was uh, pretty uh, jealous, actually. Oh, that trip was great. Yeah, I was pretty jealous of that trip. Yeah, I kept seeing your stories being like, oh, that'd be fun to be with the two of them. Because because unlike, <laughs> unlike everybody else in the group... I would not go to Europe with them. You guys, like... Sorry, I'm not on camera. Unlike everybody else in the group, these guys, like, have, like, taste and, like... We don't. We don't want to go to Italy and go to the club till four in the morning and <laughs> check out the the Taco Bell that they have in Florence. Right. Oh we're, my God. We were in Costa Rica and literally they went to the Taco Bell, <laughs> and I was like, guys, we're in a Latin American city, <laughs> and you're going to Taco Bell. Like it made no sense. No. Yeah. No. I, so that was why I was jealous because I was like, oh, you know they're doing it right. They're yeah. having like espresso. They're like having like nice oh, meal. Yeah. We oh, hunted yeah. down all the, paninis. All the places Matt did a go. great job of using uh, TikTok to find like oh. cool spots to go in Florence and Rome. And Matt was a good tour guide. Also, like when you go to those places, you have to just immerse yourself in what the locals do. You don't want to go and do the touristy thing. So it's like you don't want to go to the chain restaurants. You don't want to go to like... A, a club like no you go to Florence to see the you go to Rome to see the, the Trevi Fountain and you want to see like yep. eat, eat, eat at the local restaurants and like try and go to the museums that are there and really we had a great time that's that's the way to do it is it hard for you guys to remain friends with the rest of the group seeing that they are all so stupid <laughs> Um, I just have boundaries and I have expectations and I, yes, they are my friends. I would say like my dear friends, but like socially, I think on the weekends I go hang out with different people. Like, I see. You know, they are my friends, but some people also in the group, I also consider them like, I don't want this to sound bad, like colleagues. Like they're like my creative coworkers. Right. Um, yeah. I just don't want to have like the, um. If Joe the, Volpa showed up on Saturday night when you were walking out the door with Patricia and was like, mind if I tag along? Or no problem with Joe. <laughs> No problem with Joe. I would actually love it if Joe came out. Yeah, Joe oh, great. I'll have him come by. I think he, <laughs> this would, I mean, he probably would have his camera in hand and like there would be some agenda, I think. But if he was really like, no, I just want to go out yeah, and enjoy Yeah, Joe only the hangs out for content, which but is... I, I would keep him off Oxcord because all he's going to be playing is... <laughs> Screamo. Under Oath and Thrice and yeah. Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, no glory. Ox, but... No I, Ox for Joe, but I would let hang. Joe come out. In Tonians, I'd get a little iffy about <laughs> They're the only ones. I love them, though. I do. They I don't do. know how to work GPS. They wouldn't be able to find it here. So, but uh, we would never catch Matt and Jonah out to dinner at sushi, like on a Wednesday, just hamming it up. Jonah's a bit of a gourmand. What is that? He likes. He's into like fancy food. Is he? Well, <laughs> he was talking about something on his close friends, where he's like, "To my like Armenian followers, is there anywhere where I can find some?" I don't even know. Never mind. It's stupid. I don't even talk about that. Um, well, oh. yeah, that's. Uh, I get it. It's like colleagues. It's also like family a little bit. Yeah. Like yes. I, was, I was talking to David yesterday, and I was like, "Are you going to go Saturday night?" And he's like, "Well, Zane and them are all going to go, so I'll go." We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Talkspace. If there's one thing that we tend to talk about on Hoot and Half is mental health. We are all on our own mental health journeys, and we understand the importance of talking to a therapist. It's important to have a mental health professional hear out whatever it is you're going through and uh, figure out how to put you on a better track to more clarity with your life and your mind. 
And that's why we are proud to have Talkspace as a sponsor of Hoot and a Half. Using Talkspace feels a little like having a therapist in your pocket. And that's why being able to reach out to my therapist or my psychiatrist at any time from anywhere makes taking care of my mental health super easy. And I'm way more relaxed when I'm traveling, knowing that if I need to talk to my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am. Working through things in therapy can be tough, but connecting with my therapist isn't. So we wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and start therapy the same day that you sign up. You can text, video, send voice messages to licensed therapists, and it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. And what I love about Talkspace is how affordable it is. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. So instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24 seven and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating, and so much more. And one key factor about Talkspace that I love is how secure it is. Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. So as a listener and viewer of this podcast, you'll get $100 off of your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com and use code HH to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's code HH at Talkspace, T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com. And now back to the episode. Who's calling you? This is my daughter. You can Should leave this, we, leave we, this we, in. Charles, what's going on? We're, you're on a podcast. Oh, hi. 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 This is my 13-year-old daughter, Charlie, back from camp. She just saw Minions. Do you need a ride? What? Do you need a ride? Uh, Yeah. Okay, I'll have Jess come get you where? At the Regal? Uh, yeah, at the Boba Time. Boba Time. Okay, yeah. te- text Jess for me, okay? And just say, pick me up at the Boba Time. Can I call her? Call her, yeah. Alright, cool. Love you. Love you too. Be careful. Alright, I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, she sounds like such a teenager now. I know. She like, became oh, an adult somehow. Oh, so fast. She's crazy. And she, I, don't, I don't post her ever. She doesn't like me to post her, so I don't. And um, and she's like, I wish I could, because she is so fucking amazing. She's so funny. She is so like confident and fashionable, like energetic. Yeah, and like she's and so what happens is is she just posts me on her Snapchat all the time. Like she just posts me snoring uh-huh. whenever I do something dumb. But now she doesn't want to be on camera. No, but she doesn't want to be on my thing. Now, she's why like, is that? Is it just because that it's, she's... She's just like her mother. She's got her own, like, she wants to do her own road. Okay. You know what I mean? What like, road do you see that going down for her? She wants to be a writer. Oh, fun. The comedy writer? The TV writer? Uh, books? Books, yeah. Oh, yeah, she like wants to fantasy, young adult? I think she wants to, like, write about her life. Like, she just came back from camp, and she had me on the floor for, like, an hour. Because <laughs> the camp was so bad. It was Jewish camp. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Um, and I guess... You know, some of the some of the other kids there were a little spoiled, oh, and um, and, uh, and so she got there and she was like, she was like, they just kept using the word Jap, and she's like, and I don't know what that is. She's like, I finally asked them, I'm like, Jewish What's American a-? princess, like it's she like was a in Woodstock, derogatory term for like rich Jewish girls that are very privileged yeah. and like spoiled. Yeah, so she just didn't have a good time. Aww. But then, then about halfway through, she was like, I want to come home and. My ex-wife is, you know, freaking Kim Jong-un, and <laughs> we call her Kim Jong-marn. 
because she's so like you will do it yeah dictator yeah and um and she said no you can't come home and i was like let's just let her come home gives a fuck like and she's like no she has to learn she chose this she wanted to go she has to stick it out and she stuck it out oh good but then did it end up turning into a positive experience in retrospect though yeah like she says it sucks but then every once in a while she'll tell me something kind of incredible i'm like wait that was really incredible and that was sounds like that was really good. She's like, yes, that was really good. Okay. So there were some good things, I'm sure. But you know, you learn. So, anyways, I said to her, I said, you should write all this down. And then last night she got um, she got thrown out of you. She got banned from Universal for a year. What? What? <laughs> What'd she do? Universal theme park? No, just the mall. Oh, the City Walk. Yeah. She okay. got banned from a 13 year old girl got banned from City Walk for a year. What do you think she did? Can we I'll, guess? I. I to get banned for a year from like the most touristy place in LA, Did she, she like, told, she told she, me she goes she goes it was going to be two years. She goes, but they said because I was cooperating, she, they bumped it down to a year. Did I have to just? I mean, I don't want to accuse her, but did she steal something? She didn't steal anything. No. Did she, she like urinate in public? No. She she called me. She's like, I want to go to the movies, and I said, oh, okay. I said, you have Apple Pay. And she's like, yeah, I have Apple Pay. And then she went to do the Apple Pay, and they didn't take Apple Pay. So then I guess some of her friends decided there was a door that was open. Oh. And so they went into the movies and they sat down and then they saw it all on the cameras and then they, uh, they busted them. They had all the parents come. They said, if she goes to universal in the next year that, uh, sh- that I'll get a citation. Um, so yeah, so she's for a, sneaking she's into criminal. one movie. Yeah, what was it rated R or was it just, no, it was minions. Oh, what? great movie. Go see it. <laughs> Have you ever sunk into a movie? Yeah, I used to do it all the time. Would you like movie hop? Or my, like... When I was growing up, my mom, we had four kids, and on Sunday, she would look at the newspaper to figure out how long two movies were. So we would go into the theater, see one movie, and then walk in to see a second one, and always do a second, like a double feature for of free. Of course. Yeah. Ooh. Of course. Always yeah, have to do, do a double too. feature. It's the best. And I felt really bad when she called me, because I just laughed. Yeah, that's kind of and insane. And I'm laughing, and Brandon and Jess are in the car with me, and they're dying. We're all dying. And then I was like, um, 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 well, I mean, uh, was you she upset? shouldn't was she do like that. crying, or she was like, what the no, fuck? No, she was, she's a, she's like a rock. She doesn't cry. No, mm. She's like, yeah, she's the best. Wow. Yeah. And, but, so are they going to have like her like mug shot up yeah, there? Yeah, like, She's going to be on like a watch list. No Universal City Walk for a year. That is insane. I mean, it, the mall sucks there. Yeah. And they do I don't a, like her going there anyway. They have a Margaritaville there, though, which we like. <laughs> yeah. And the Buca de Beppo. Oh, You've yeah. never been to Margaritaville. Me and Matt have been to Margaritaville, yes. Get the yes. fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, went for his, we went for his birthday like two years ago. Yeah, we did it like, what was it, the night before my birthday? It was the night before your birthday. Yeah. But yeah, we went and got dinner, had some Isn't margaritas. Yeah. yeah, it's a great, it's, it's a great bad. little place. The Margaritaville, the best one I've ever been to in my life is the one at Times Square. But you need to go up to the five o'clock somewhere bar that's at the tip top. And that's the views big... go around sunset. The views are gorgeous, Jason. Bro, I you gotta give these. You have so many good tips. Oh yeah, you, that's you should turn your TikTok into just a little Matt King travel tips. Matt tips. I might as well. You know, if I had cancer, the thing, the reason why I wouldn't tell you guys. Oh, back to the cancer. Is because when I had my hip surgery. Nobody fucking came and visited me once. I did. So why would you did? But you're you're Jew. You're Jewish. And <laughs> why didn't I? I? Yeah. No, not you. Nobody came and fucking visited me. I sat there for two months with a busted hip. So you know what? No, you don't get to know about my cancer. Okay, Jason. I think the reason why I didn't come to see you <laughs> is because I know. Well, I don't know. Sometimes like you're either in a good mood or you're not in a good mood, and I figured. 
If you are... If when, when am I not in a bad mood? When am I in a bad mood? I've, I've seen you sometimes in a bad mood. When? When you, am I in a bad mood? You get down sometimes, but it's, it's okay. Like a bad mood or depressed mood? I think if you were in the hospital for a few days, people would visit you. But you were, like, at home, mm. so it kind of didn't, like... I feel like hospital visits are more... Well, nobody could come to the hospital. Oh, right. It was during COVID times. Yeah. yeah. But am I in a bad mood a lot? No. Am no, I? no, 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 no. No, not but a I've lot. But I've seen like your... Have you seen my anger? I've seen your anger. When did so, I get mad? It was the one time I think when we were moving into the house when we were living together and you hadn't cleaned out Wyatt and Charlie's rooms and you were so upset about it, but the movers were bringing in our stuff and you were just throwing, you were just very inconvenienced by it. And I felt bad that I was like, and I was trying to help you, but you're like, no, I got it. You're just chunking every bit of uh, Charlie's clothes over the balcony onto the couch and stuff. And (laughs) you were just very agitated. And I couldn't look you in the eye for like, I think a week (laughs) because I felt bad, but it's okay. I'm sorry. That's my, that's my father. No, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I work on my, I try to work on my anger. I've let it out a couple times. No one likes it. I've never seen the anger side of Jason before. That's that sounds interesting. Yeah, I've had I've had some moments with. Um, yeah, you just lose Joe it sometimes. <laughs> Have you punched a wall? Um, not around you guys, but when I was when I was um, younger, yeah, I punched a wall in in, in the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, why did you punch a wall? Bruins I was, lost. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Pats yeah, went down in the second the quarter. <laughs> Fucking Brady. Um, no, I, yeah, I just, yeah, that's something that, you know, when I was younger, I was like really angry all the time because I just wasn't where I wanted to be in life and stuff. And Boston's a pretty angry city. The whole Northeast, people are just fucking angry over there. People are just angry. Yeah. And, and people fight. And I fought a lot when I was a kid. And it's just like, it's something that's in you. And you really have to work it out of you. It's in Wyatt too now, right? He fights a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over at the private An school. An actual he's... butterfly. I feel like Wyatt is a butterfly in a human form. They'd all they'd have like a walkout if someone started fighting at that school. That, oh, yeah. They're yeah. very nonviolent. Yeah. Well, very... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. I, I'm sorry that I, I You don't need to apologize for anything. I wasn't mad at you. No, I apologize for not visiting you during COVID times when you had a broken hip. No, it's fine. But I really went in the toilet there. Anyways, Jason, what was your science fair project as a kid, huh? Did we do a science fair at all? I made a volcano once. A volcano. That was the project? And my sister did it for me. Can you explain what this picture is, though? What is this? That's me and my best friend, Ben Flamond. And this was a fucking cool-ass kid. <laughs> he looks cool. Ben Flamont. <laughs> you see this? Jason's on the left, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was I was like the fat friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, were, you were a little husky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We shopped in Husky. And Ben Flamont was like a really cool kid. And you know what? He was very kind. And then I was like the fat friend and then we were like inseparable. Okay. And uh and, and we always just would go around and uh and people would like make fun of me for being fat. And then he would fight them. <gasps> really? Yeah, oh, so he was yeah, a yeah. good friend too. He was a really good friend. He's like the kid in the Sandlot. The uh, what's his name? Benny. The like the good kid that like yes picks picks him up and says, "Sorry, you're you're with us today." Yeah. He was like that. Yeah, just like that. I don't. I never seen the Sandlot. So what what, oh. what 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 was the, what was this thing of a Bob? What were you working on? <laughs> I have to look, Matt. <laughs> I, I it's just interesting. I, I guess I wondered if it was a forty six a science fair project. <laughs> Well, let's see. Roosevelt just got into office. <laughs> you look like you're on Shark Tank, and you guys are pitching like some great Jeez. new thingamabob. This is a fucking stumper. 
Uh, yeah, I do think we are at some kind of science fair. And, um, yeah, boy, he was a good-looking guy. You were, too. Were photos all black and white when you were growing up? Or that was just... <laughs> is that just that role happened to be black and white? Yeah, some guy got under a blanket. And, and, and there go. was an explosion? Yeah. And moved in a cloud of dust. Was the whole world black and white back in the day? Or was it just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to think that when I was a little kid. I thought the whole world was in black and white, and then one day, like, Some, people just woke up and it was color. That's really funny. And I was like, oh, that's interesting how that worked. But obviously, it's not. <laughs> how has uh, Jess been as an assistant? Oh, my God. Well, you know, we call Betty Ford today, and we... <laughs> Who? We Betty we Ford is a have. clinic for, uh, like, alcoholism and drug Passages. Overdosing. Oh. <laughs> it's um, a joke that Jess is a um, she's, she's really great. She's, uh, she's, she's done a really good job. She, it's just when she gets hungry, and there, if that's a problem. <laughs> you know, I set up this thing when she started working for me that I buy her lunch every day. Which is so nice of you. Which is nice, you know, of course. And, um, but then lots of days, like, I'm not, I don't eat because I'm trying to lose weight. And then Jess, if she hasn't eaten, like, and it's like 1230, 1, 2. She's a little cranky, a little hungry. Oh, yeah. And it comes out. Yeah. That Jewish blood sugar just goes Yeah. Plummets. She expects you to feed her? It, in a way, because I, I said to her, I was like, you can, you can bring a lunch mm -hmm. if you want. I mean, you can bring her in here if you want. You want to ask her about it. Should we? But it's definitely. Mm. Nah. I love I love Matt's court, which is my favorite segment you do on here. Which court? Uh -huh. Matt's court. Matt's court. Where you where you, you play judge, judge like, jury, yeah, and executioner? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and you do it in that thick Southern accent. Yeah, a lot. That's what we're doing here in Matt's court. Is we need to hear out the assistant versus the employer and making sure that she's fed. And emotionally and mentally stable. Now, I understand you yelled at Mr. King while you were trying to clean out your apartment. That wasn't right. Well, then we I think we just sent Jess to go pick up your daughter. So I don't think she's here. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Jason, what's your favorite episode of Seinfeld? Oh, what a great question. Uh, the one where they... Uh, the one where they don't uh, have the challenge not to masturbate. The contest. The contest, yeah. Perhaps the most famous episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, that's Do really they good. say masturbation in the show? No. no. They, that's the beauty of the writing is they talk about masturbation without saying the word the whole episode. They're using all these euphemisms and like ways of talking about it, and they do a contest to see who can go the longest without doing it. Who, goes the lo who ends up going the longest? I think, I think Jerry won, right? Yeah. Kramer went out so. first, and then... Wrong. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> just like I haven't Seinfeld seen it. Trivia. I told you the Larry David story. My friend auditioned, right? <gasps> for no. Seinfeld? Yeah. No, he, he auditioned for Curb. Oh, no. We haven't heard this. Yeah. Do tell. He's like, he's like us, Mike. Like, he's like, you know, neurotic Jew or whatever. Yeah. He's actually a lot like Larry David. And he, um, he got this audition for Curb, and we were like, oh, my God. This is so crazy. This is so awesome. And so he went in the, to the audition, and they... He just goes, all right. Well, you gotta you gotta yell at Larry, and there's no script or anything because they don't have a script. And he's like, you're a shoe salesman. You gotta yell at Larry. That's it. And my friend couldn't do it, and he just was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just I I can't I can't yell at you. I don't know you. And uh, and everyone in the audition, all the casting directors were like, like, oh my god, this is so awkward. Like we brought him in. Like it's a big deal to get that audition, you know. And um, and Larry just goes. You know what? It's fine. I get it. 
I get it. I, 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 I wouldn't want to yell either. Wow. <laughs> to make somebody go into an audition and start yelling? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why is this? Why did we write this? This is, uh, this is ridiculous. This is not something someone should audition for. Wow. Come in and start yelling something. And my friend's like, my friend's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, if there's something, another part that comes up, I'd love to come back. And as my friend was walking out, Larry David fucking looks out. He looks out the hallway and he goes, consider this a good audition. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just think he's like a really nice guy. Then he didn't get any part. Like maybe I he did it just to make my friend feel better or whatever. Or maybe wow. he is that. Maybe I don't know, but I think he's just like really nice. That's great. Yeah. Could you yell at Larry David? hundred percent. Oh, I'd start fucking yelling. Yeah. To be, to be on that show, I'd Yeah, I'd I would do whatever. Slice him with a knife. Yell at him right now. You stupid bald Jew bastard. <laughs> like you just do what they do on the show. Like it's if you're a shoe salesman, your feet fucking stink. I can't deal with your fucking toenails. I don't know. You make it up. Have you heard about Jake Novak at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, he knows oh, the song. Oh, oh, an SNL guy? He's yeah. like, I want to be the next SNL cast member. <laughs> yes. And he does the song, uh, The Children Are Dying in the Schools. Children dying in, in the schools. School. Yeah. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Um, Brandon and I will just walk around and say that all the time. Yeah, for the people who don't know who Jake Novak is, he's this guy on YouTube who uploaded this um, audition tape for Lord Michaels. So yeah, it's like a, like it's he, like a Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda like Hamilton style rap comedy very, video, but, like, but in the style of like 2015 YouTube, yes. like Lonely uh, Island videos. Almost. Yeah, and um, it's it's pretty cringe. How um, fucking cool would it be though? You're watching the first season of SNL, and they're like, "Kenan Thompson, <laughs> Jake Novak." <laughs> Everybody would be like, <laughs> "I." So he hasn't uploaded now in I think two. It's months? like over a month. Yeah, he posted that SNL oh. thing. Hasn't uploaded on Instagram, TikTok, anywhere since that post. But he, he got roasted for posting oh. it. But he hasn't taken it down. I know. I think he might have. I don't know, disappeared. Well, that's why I don't like to shit on people. I know. Especially like TikTok people that are just like, you know, they're just doing their thing. Yeah. The video is well edited. He I definitely think, can rap well. I think something exciting is happening going on that we don't even know about. <laughs> I really do. I think you that think Lauren Michaels is going to hire him? There's something about the video, the more I look at it, where it seems so perfectly calculated and cringe like he where he knew he what be... he was doing he knew that like this was going to go viral for how cringe it was and that in some way that this would get the attention of snl no. i don't think he will be a cast member but i have a feeling they will bring him on for something bring him on to update yeah yeah i could see that but I don't think he was self-aware enough to know that this is like cringy. I think he just thinks it's cool and funny, and he just he's just not on but, the pulse but, of comedy. But and, I, and I'm not even gonna say it's cringy. That's his style. That's what he does. But it's just like you know, Matt. You you make videos. You you don't know what's gonna go viral or what's gonna. You just don't know. Yeah. No one knows that. No one can say like I know this is gonna go viral for how bad. I think it it's is. the desperation of like the fact that this kid is just thro screaming into the abyss, like please notice me, please hire me. Like, but he's not screaming into the abyss. He put together a well thought out rap, and whether you think it's cringe or not is not important. He he literally worked on it and he edited it and uh, yeah, you know it's not just like I mean I feel bad for him. <laughs> I I don't. I think that the internet is like a really really harsh place, and if you're not prepared for what the onslaught of the internet can be, I think it can like ruin people. Like there's books about it, like 
someone wrote a book so you went viral or something and it's, yeah it's if you're not ready for it it can be like really devastating and but the thing is that he wanted it and that's why i think it's like it seems like it's fair game it's like you put yourself out there to be critiqued and you're asking the number one comedy show of all time to put you on maybe he's got cancer and he's really sick Again, oh, we, don't, we, uh, we yeah. don't know. I don't know what happened. We don't know I, what happened to Jake Novak. I don't think we're ever Why don't you invite him on the show? I don't think anybody's seen him, Jake. Could we? Uh, I mean, oh, I'm 100% sure we... you should have Jake Novak on the show. Would... <sighs> You'd probably get along really well with him. <laughs> I think so. He's like, he's like another <laughs> he's version a of me. <laughs> he's like a combination of me and Matt. Just like yeah, a nerdy yeah, Jew yeah. and like a musical fan. <laughs> um, okay, I got even some more. I got some more questions. I just wanted to I get your it. take on uh, Jake Novak. Um, ooh, this is a little... Have we been too dark for too long? Where were you on 9-11? Oh, you were just talking about this. Oh, it's so weird. I was here. I was doing a show at The Mint. Um, I was doing a comedy show at The Mint. I had a band. In the morning? No, the night before. Okay. And I flew out, or my friends from New York flew out to play in the band. And we had a great show. And September 10th. And Zach Galifianakis was on the show. Wow. How old are, whoa. How old are you? Zach, how old are you right now during this time? Well, I must have been. It was 2001. I was born in 73. You know, I don't know. 26? 27? Let me, do, let me do the math 26. real quick. 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 26. Something, something like that. 26, 27. Zach Galifianakis is part of the show. Yeah, and it was great. It was one of the best nights of my life. It was the, it was a night where I thought, oh, I I, I, I can be a comedian. Like I, I I'll, I'll make it. You saw the light. You were like, yes. I have a chance. Yes, because it was in front of a lot of big people. And Bob Odenkirk was on the show. A lot of big, a lot of big people at the time. Like at the time, like Mr. Show was really big, and that yeah. was what I was into. Yeah, right? like alt comedy and uh-huh. all that shit. And you did a stand up set. Um, no, I did like a, like a preacher with music set, something like that, where I was like a character anyways. And it was good. And I was like, Oh my God, like this might work. Like, and went to sleep at my, I was with my ex-wife, but she was my girlfriend then. And I was like living at her place, like totally living off her, mooching off her, (laughs) whatever. And I kept saying like, let me move out. Like, I don't want to do this. And she kept being like, no, no, no. I love you. You can stay. I don't care. She's like, I love having you around. And I'd be like, I know, but it's not right. Like I need to, I need to like get my own place. Like it's not, no, she's like, no, 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 stay. So I was like, okay. And I was like, all my friends are coming. Great. They can stay too. She just loved having me around. Okay. So we go to sleep, blah, 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 blah. And at like seven in the morning, I just hear like, what? Oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. No, no, no. Like that. And I woke up and I was like, what, 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 what? And it was her mom calling her to say, like, turn on the TV. The, you know, oh they're my. flying planes in the building. We got up. The I, I didn't see the first plane and we're watching like, and then all of a sudden you watch the second plane go in and you're like, oh yeah. my goodness. That's the crazy way yeah. to start the and, day. And then everybody got mad at me because I went to the beach that day. <laughs> Why'd you go to the beach? I was in LA. You wanted to take your mind off things, or you just already had plans? My friends were visiting. We had nothing to do, and there was no traffic. Oh Oh my god! I went to the beach. Wow. I mean, you know, what was I supposed to do? Sit there? I don't know. I guess, but you're not going to be watching the TV on the beach. You don't have cell phones back then, so you just let the. 
I mean, yeah, it was, it was definitely a choice. We were like, well, what do we do? Like, it's not like we can do anything. Right. You're also LA. in LA. It's not. Was the comedy scene then after that day a little rough for a while? Because people like didn't want to laugh. All of, yeah, the whole like the country like shut down. Or at least in New York, like restaurants were closed. Yeah, TV shows went off the air. Like late night shows weren't on. There's um, that great joke when they brought Saturday Night Live back. It's Lorne Michaels and Rudy Giuliani, and Lorne Michaels says, um, "Rudy, but can we be funny again?" And he, Rudy Giuliani, says, uh, "Why start now?" <laughs> That's good. <laughs> really good. Um, yeah, that was, cr- I mean, I think like the whole, it took like a few weeks, I think, for the world to like come back after that happened, right? It was like a few weeks where. Yeah, they, they definitely shut down. Like and... Letterman wasn't on, John Stewart wasn't on, mm-hmm. like all those late night shows. And the then... best was Howard that day. Howard he, Stern. Howard was amazing that day. Well, yeah. He was covering it all as it was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to listen to that. And he's also in a building, like he's in a high rise. Yeah. So he could have easily been like, let's get the fuck out of New York. Where were you when Princess Diana was murdered? <laughs> I don't even know where that is. the day Princess Diana. My dad knows where he was when JFK got shot. That's a good one to ask. Was he in Dallas? Uh, no, he was in Boston, but oh. everybody knows where they were. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that one's in. He said he's coming out of the bank with uh, like $20,000 in cash or something. Your dad? Yeah. That was a baller? Yeah. What was he doing with the cash? Oh, my dad. Who knows? <laughs> Such a dad phone case. Yeah. I mean, I've got the credit cards in the back. It's the most dad thing of all time. Yeah. It's just... It's so you want to carry a wallet? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why would you want to carry two things? You already got your keys. Well, also, if you lose that, then you're really fucked. Right. Right. Like, you, yes. you, have one, you have one point of failure now. I, I find my iPhone. Yeah, but but you also now don't have your wallet. If you're if you're in a jam, you're at a bar. Completely and you, disagree with what you guys are saying. If you need to get a vineyard, you have nothing. Yep. You have nothing. Jay, you're at a you're at a, you're at a bar or a club. It's uh, two in the morning, uh, uh, and you lose your phone, and now you're trying to get home. You can't even you can't even get a cab. I, I I think this is where it is. I think the age that I have on you guys, the experience, I'm not gonna lose my phone. You don't lose. You never lost your phone. No. Because I know how important it is. Okay. Have you ever had a Bluetooth headset? I feel like, did you ever have a phase you were rocking the Bluetooth headset? No, I never worked for Lehman Brothers or anything like that. <laughs> Do you ever have a pager? No. Like a beeper? I, I missed the pager thing. You how how long was the pager scene? Like it, a was, thing? Oh, it was, pagers were here. They were happening. It, it was like a status symbol. Like people like showed it uh-huh. off like it was a gun. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah. You, you had to like. Oh. I never understood how it worked though. Like you would call the beeper. Yeah. And then you type numbers into it. Because, yeah. like, in, in Home Alone 3, do you remember it's, like, 911 or, like, it, you could send out, like, a text But almost. how? How do, you, how do you send a text on a beeper? Yeah. How did you? Did you ever have to page somebody? Like. No, I never I never had a. My dad had one, but I don't remember how it worked. It was the 90s. I wasn't, like, a real person yet. But you did telegrams and stuff like that. <laughs> Carrier pigeons, right? Back in the 1770s. My dad had a business where he would run the mail on a horse and yeah i mean i didn't really have one and uh people used to show it off a lot that's what i remember people being like this guy's so important that someone's you know he's got a little rectangle on his belt were they battery based or did you have to charge them no they were battery based okay a couple of double a batteries yeah yeah maybe you could charge them i don't know i remember my dad had a car phone once whoa yeah that was cool my my grandma had a car phone because she was a real estate agent i knew Uh that uh-huh. That's pretty badass, and I think Joe Rogan had one when he was uh, in his early comedy days Did in he? L.A. Yeah, said it said it's how, well. The reason why he got a lot of uh, big gigs was because uh, 
he was just always driving and was able to take calls and get booked faster because he didn't have to like wait to get home to leave a message. Did you now, now you had, um, I bet you had the, um, what do they call it? A little tape machine. Uh, uh, answering machine? Uh, an answering machine. Did you oh, have, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, Everyone you were a comedian. Machines. Did you have like a funny uh, message? Did you switch it up? Like, what's up? It's Jason. Nah. No, no. It was my mother's business line was the home line. And that was how we ate. And that was how we like paid the bills. So it would always be, you've reached. Oh, she'd, be like, she'd be like, you've reached Lorraine Designs at 508-253-7979. <laughs> Please leave your name and number. It was so long. That's not your mom's number still, though, no, right? No, I okay, cool. Them. So, but but it's just like yeah, that the amount of like time that everything used to take, and you know we pay for it now. Everything's too fast. Mm -hmm. But back then, like everything was just so slow. How many phone numbers do you have memorized in your head? Like how many phone numbers could you recite? Uh, probably just my kids and like my aunt and oh. my mother and my sister and my dad. But you don't have phone numbers from back in the day that you're just like, that's still there. It's yeah, always yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like your original home phone number from when you were growing up or like your mom's first cell phone number. I still have all that stuff memorized. Yeah. I wonder if my parents even have their phone, cell, like a home phone. Yeah, that, that was like the big change when you first move out of your house and then you don't get a home phone line. Like I remember in college, I was like, this is like a big cultural shift because I'm moving into a new house. But we're not going to have a home phone line. It's just your cell phone. Right, And right. that's like, I don't know. Did you, was that your brother at the party? Yeah. What, the guy with the long kind of hair, red hair? Yeah, that was insane. What, what was insane about it? Because he was so nice. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him for the first couple minutes I was talking to him. I was like, who is this? <laughs> oh, you didn't realize it was my brother? Yeah. Uh, who did you, uh, what kind of vibe did you get from my brother? Like, um, like he was in a cult. Oh, right. I guess it's the hair. Someone at the movie premiere saw him last night, and they go, "I don't think you beat from Texas." But they go, the long hair and the mustache. Yeah, I guess. no, no. He was like really. He was so nice. He was super positive, and he was like, "Congratulations on all your things." And da 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 da. And then finally, at one point, he was like, he like gestured to you, and I was like, "Right, Matt's brother. Yeah, my brother. Yeah. He lives out here. So oh, he lives out here. Mm -hmm. His girlfriend got a full ride into uh, UCLA grad school. So oh, really? Yeah, he's well, living he down there." Uh, well, my brother uh, owns a company, right? He founded a company. Okay. Nice. Really, really good startup. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing pretty, pretty well. Really? Yes. What, what is it? Um, it's called Column. It deals with public notices and local governments. We actually got them an in. intern because we talked about them on an episode a while back. And oh, no way. He was in the, I think he like popped into the room for an episode. And we were like, oh, yeah, if there's anyone who's looking for an internship, um, they're looking for an intern. And someone reached out to their company, and then oh they ended God. up getting the internship. So okay. we're out here changing lives. Yeah. Two year, two yeah, and a half. It's fucking nuts. It's a network. I know that you had, like, your hip surgery, but what is the worst injury you've ever had? Um, mm, I, I, I dislocated my shoulder when I was pitching. Pitching? Baseball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was little. As a child, just going a little too hard on the pitch? Yeah, I really want to impress my dad. <laughs> and you threw your arm out? Yeah. You just blew, blew your shoulder out? Yeah. Did you knew something was wrong instantly, or did you keep playing, trying to tough it out? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. The shoulder was like... <laughs> And did you have to go to the hospital and pop it back in, or did someone on the team? Was yeah, it was dad? the hospital. They popped okay. it back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. How painful was but that? But I got so many points with my dad. It was so cool. Where he was like, "Way to go, slugger!" For yeah, it's just like you know, you like if you can like prove that you're tough in some way, it okay. like goes a long way. With, you with you him. didn't cry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cry like a bitch. <laughs> 
Um, did you know that your high school, you went to Medfield High School? Yeah. You know the the meme Scumbag Steve? No, I don't know that. Like the OG memes, you know, like Bad yeah. Luck Brian, Scumbag Steve. Yeah. Yeah, he went to your high school. What's Steve's last name? I don't, I don't know. Just Scumbag Steve went to your high school. Show me the meme. Okay. I'll show it to you. I don't know if he'd I mean, be the same age. He was though. pretty. Uh, it was like a big, like 2011 um, meme. Oh, oh my God! I already was like having kids. Scumbag Steve, this guy. That guy's from Medfield. Yeah, he went. He went to your high school. Yeah, that's what Medfield's like. <laughs> that is fucking Medfield to a yeah. T. Go Warriors! Like, what the fuck? Are we gonna fucking party tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that out today on Wikipedia, and I also found out Uza uh, Abduba went to your high school. She's uh, she plays Crazy Eyes in the show Orange Is the New Black. Wow, Medfield. Yeah, okay. Put out some notable alumni, so okay. um, I just wanted to um, share the with you in case I, you didn't know. We wanted to go back and and like speak there, but they said no. COVID. Yeah, David. Well, um, I wanted. To, well, I want. I wanted to get like. Um, I wanted to go and like see my old town and make a vlog and stuff. But they said because of COVID, they're not doing speakers. So. We should go back. I'd love to see your old stomping grounds, I want Jason. to. Matt, we're busy, guys. We're always on the go. You're always traveling. I'm always doing business deals, driving around, t- taking meetings. But you know what we love is Audible. With the schedule and the way things are going, we don't have a ton of time to do the things that we really want to do, like reading. And that's why we love Audible. And Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers to new releases, to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. They got it all. You'll discover Audible originals from top celebrities, renowned experts, and exciting new voices in audio. And as an Audible member, you can choose one one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. All Audible members get access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts that are included with membership. You can listen to all you want and get more added every month. And we listen to Audible all the time, whether you're popping in headphones to go take a walk, driving in the car, you're on a flight, working out, or, and I love listening to Audible to coast me to sleep. I have a terrible addiction to the TV and wanting to fall asleep while Watching a movie when I realized the best thing is to remove my eyes away from that blue light and just listen to a story. It's like being a kid again. You get a, get a bedtime story, lullaby, get rocked to sleep, just have some nice oh. deep voice. It's the best. I mean, Audible is always part of my nighttime routine. So could not recommend it anymore. I love Audible. So let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, and to be entertained. New members can actually try it for free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash hoot or text hoot, H-O-O-T, to 500 Five zero zero. Once again, that's audible.com slash hoot or text hoot to five zero zero five zero zero. And now back to the episode. What do you get anxiety about? Mm, just like my kids, like, you know, my, my kids are okay. Like, like when my daughter like went to the mall today, I get anxiety about that. Mm-hmm. She's just out there at the mall. And she's like only 13 years old. Like, yeah. Like who knows? Yeah. You know, yep. like, it's really tough. Do you but, think you'll ever get over it? And when she gets older, mm. yeah, like, but this age is like, eh. Oh, what about the the encyclopedia of your birthday? Oh, yeah. Should I we brought, check this I, out? I brought this. Do you believe in horoscopes at all? You know, it, it's really funny. Like, I do and I don't. There's definitely, like, some, some parallels that I find, like, with people who are, like, my sign or whatever. But, yeah, a little bit. You, do you have an app on your phone that, like, tells you your horoscope of the day? 
Well, like, that I don't look 73 at. and sunny, and today your disposition will be like, oh, that is just... <laughs> okay, well, Mike has this book that's called The Element Encyclopedia of Birthdays. It's Know Your Birthday, and basically there is a card or... Um, one page one per page birthday. One page devoted. It's not astrology. It's not like your astrological sign. This is like a different one. You, Jason, you're May 23rd, right? Yeah. May 23rd. Very and good, we'll, we'll just, Very um, good. Hey. You know my birthday. How about get that Instagram post? Then we'd be good. Let's just. And I, I'm just gonna skim a bit of this to see. Um, so it's is, been pretty accurate. Like we. Whenever Mike looks at a book, I feel like I'm in temple. <laughs> like I just got a vision of Mike being like. Reading from the Torah yeah, on a Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, May 23rd. It's the birthday of seductive solution. There is something radiant about the positive and seductive energy of people born on May 23rd that others find impossible to ignore. Their defining feature, however, isn't their charisma and sex appeal, but their ingenuity. They are gifted problem solvers who generously give a lot of their time and Throw energy to help others resolve their problems in both practical and oh, emotional I, ways. I, I, I will spend a, a, a lot of time helping other my friends and yeah getting out of the jam getting through a bit yeah Yeah. do you know what your greatest challenge is that you do want to know what it says um yeah okay it it says that your greatest challenge is learning to say no the way forward is wow yeah the way forward is to understand that people will, will respect and approve of you more if you set down clear boundaries and let them know what your limits are oh wow at your best your sensual Ingenious. Is there anything I tell Joe Volpus based on that right now? <laughs> Joe, <laughs> it's Jason now. Set I'm the boundary. To you. I can't film with you three times a day every day. <laughs> I have my own work I need to do. So from now on, you can have Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for one hour. <laughs> the book told me to do it. I'm not trying to be bad. I'm not trying to be mean. And the book said that. You're going to respect me more for this. We're proud of you, Jason. Great Thanks, job. Joe. Jason, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. Did you have me. a good time? Yeah, where does this go out? Uh, this goes out on YouTube, Spotify. Oh, <laughs> you know this, Jason. But guys, what's most important is to check out Jason's um, his new website, thenashnation.com. Yep. That's it, thenashnation.com. There you go. Thank you so much, guys. Three podcast episodes out and a bunch of uh, vlogs. Check out the Nash Notes. I'm really curious. I'm going to sign up for it for myself to learn a few things from you. I will give you a free code. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Anything else that you want to plug, Jason? Um, Tell David to bring views back (laughs) so my kids can go to college. I agree. How about that? I hope so. What's up, Dave? All right. We love you guys. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. And uh, go check out also Good Influences as well, our new podcast. Yeah, Good Influences is great. Thank you. Yeah, we, you're doing a good job. I love doing it. Good. We're recording more episodes even tomorrow, too. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Oh, today's Tuesday. My bad. All right.